everyone and welcome. Today, our very own Debbie Lundberg and I will discuss mindset. Now more than ever, all of us can benefit at getting better at this. Also, if you haven't heard, Debbie just finished her 11th book, Remote Work Rockstar, and we will tell you how to get that at the end, how to get your edition right away. We will discuss all of this and more on the episode today, the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast. Hello again, Barb Zant here, sales leader, founder of the Lifestyle Brand, the stay-at-work mom and fashion stylist. Hi, Debbie Lundberg, CEO and founder of Presenting Powerfully, and as Barb so kindly mentioned, the proud author of Remote Work Rockstar, How to work and lead successfully in a virtual world. And let me tell you, Barb, you were a part of it. So I want to say, say that certainly for our listeners. And it is about 75 to 90 minute read. And I just couldn't be happier with how it lays out everything, whether you're working remotely, partially remotely, leading people from a distance or a combination thereof. So it's something that's been a lot of fun to work on. Debbie, today I'm going to be asking you some questions about mastering mindset. Are you ready? I am. Well, most of us listening and us included, we have always worked on or mastered even mindset. Why is it more important than ever in the time to wear in right now and moving forward to get this right? The reason that mindset is important is that we don't have as much stimulation from other people, reassurances from other people. And, and let's be clear, while mindset is our own, we get fed certain things positively or negatively from other people. And in a remote world, and when we are being cautious, even if we are in other people's presence with physical distancing, then we're not getting as much feedback or cues and clues. Therefore, our own mind, if we don't have it really mastered what we're focused on, will interpret things possibly incorrectly. We could look at things negatively, doubt other people's either responses or reactions, even though they might not be responding to us. So mastering mindset, while important at all times, is especially important right now because our mind is our companion and we don't have a lot of time off, so to speak, from, from our mind in order to incorporate other people's ideas. Great points there. One of the things that you talk about and on social media, you've been doing a lot of videos, which I absolutely love. Thank you. But you, you talk about the greeting. So when you're talking to people, you say, what is going well? And this question really helps with the mindset of both, you know, ourselves and then the people that we're talking about, talking to. Can you talk a little on this? It's true. When we approach people, in America at least, and as you know, and our listeners likely know by now, all of my research and observations and data comes from the United States. So if you're listening outside, we love that, thank you. And I do not have all the data there. So in our country, we often say, hi, how are you? And the person says, fine, and we say, good, fine. And it's really, number one, it's insincere. Secondly, it's a waste of time because we're not really paying attention to it. and 
third, it's often that somebody's going to tell you something negative. They're going to say, oh, I'm tired or oh, I'm busy, which we talk all day about how busy is useless. So the idea is if you say, hope you're doing well, or what's going well today, or what's got you excited today or interested, whatever word you would choose for your personality, it's just if we say, how are you? I may say that to you, Barb. I said that to you earlier. If we are going to say that, you want it to be with somebody who you're connected to, you really care about, and you're willing to spend the time listening. We don't want it just to be a cursory comment in order to get to what we really want to say. So ask somebody, hey, what's going well today? And sometimes they'll say, fine, watch. That happens to me a fair amount because they're not listening. So now you know you're engaged with somebody who is distracted or you say what's going well and they're surprised and then they say, oh, uh, here's what's going well. So you're right, it's allowed them to make a mindset shift simply by positioning a different question for them. And if they don't ask you back, that's all right. It may just be a surprise for them. And if they ask you how you are, you could also say, thanks for asking, this is going well today. So you're, you can position it differently even if they ask the dreaded how are you question. I made that shift the first time that I heard you say that. And it has shifted the conversation both ways. So I really, really enjoy that. And I wanted to share that because it helped me so much. In the open, I mentioned the reset button and we have talked about that. What, what's one thing that you are seeing that everyone could just make one small change to remain positive and, and you know, push that reset button when things get off track? One thing that people can do is to say, what am I grateful for? And if I were to get a couple of things, I, I talk about a three, two, one. And three, two, one is something I coach for clients, life coaching, business coaching, executive presence coaching, boat work, rock star coaching. And I say three, two, one. And what that does is if we think of that rhythm of three, two, one, where three things I'm grateful for right now, and gratitude could be simply for it not raining right now. It doesn't have to be grandiose. It could be a person, could be your dog or cat. But just it's the whole idea of appreciation and gratitude. Two, who are two people you could reach out to to say hello and say what's going well. So that check-in and then one person you can do something for. Perhaps that's a referral. Perhaps that's picking something up for them, it's a neighbor. If we focus on three, two, one, it takes us out of what can be a negative or even a sluggish mindset and shifts us to focus on appreciation and other people. And when we start to be grateful and do something for others, it's amazing what happens to our own attitude, our own actions, and therefore our own follow through. That gratitude is such an art important reminder. I always start my day with gratitude, but that's a great point to do that throughout the day if you find yourself shifting. I've heard you talk and we've talked about it ourselves that this this Zoom gloom is, is real. If you're on, you know, five or six or, or seven video um, meetings a day, you can get that mind shift. I tried the blue glasses. It doesn't, you know, work for me, but could you give us some advice there 
on what we could do for that mind shift between these meetings as well. A mindset shift doesn't take a long time. It requires intention and attention. So you can simply stand up. Let me go back even. Stop scheduling meetings for a half an hour or an hour. Schedule them for 20 minutes or 40 minutes or 45 minutes and then block that time for yourself. And when you do that, people, I thought perhaps we'd get away with not talking about busy. At the same time, people who say, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm swamped, people keep scheduling me. Well, go into your schedule and set some times just for you, even if it's five or 10 minutes. It's amazing what an hour meeting that used to take that full hour on Zoom can be, in a Zoom room, can be as short as a half an hour. And it's not because we're not being mindful or thoughtful of other people, it's that we don't have some of the physical distractions. So set some boundaries for yourself, schedule some time to stand up, stretch, and move. So it's stand, lift your body up, which changes the body flow, step a little bit, even if it's simply in your room, and stretch. So stand, stretch, step. Those three things will make a difference in your blood flow. You can check in on yourself with your energy level. Drink water. That sounds probably not very exciting to people because a lot of people think, oh, I want a soda or I want a coffee. I'm not knocking that. What I'm saying is feeding yourself some water is going to do a couple of things. Keep you hydrated and guess what? Nobody likes to talk about it on a podcast, but it makes you go to the bathroom. And when yep. you have to go to the bathroom, you get up. And when you get up, you have a change of scenery. So get out of the space you're calling your office. If it's a physical office or at a desk, that also the stand stretch step is about scenery. So change your scenery. And then have a stop point in your day. And one day, it may be that you're 10, 12, 14, 16 hours. I can appreciate that. Make sure it's not for a very long time. When I wrote Remote Work Rockstar, and Barb, you know, because you were so kind to, to contribute to it and to share in that some with me, that I would have 16 hour days. And I knew that I chose to do that to get it done. I also knew there would be an end. Yeah. Those, those boundaries, but the, if you just think about the of a snake, think about that snake sneaks up on you, Zoom gloom, Zoom zap, the whole idea of the video energy vampire will sneak up on you if you don't do those things. I love, it's almost like scheduling in that, that drive time or that time for yourself um, to you know, re-energize, especially um, between the calls. All great points as always, Debbie. Do you have any last thoughts on mindset? I do, thanks. And mindset, if you wanted to bundle it all together, and you'll see a video on my Presenting Powerfully by Debbie Lundberg Facebook page, and thanks for mentioning that I'm doing those every workday, that I, I'm going to be sharing the idea of three things about mindset. And that, those, I should say those, are satisfaction, action, and traction. And you might think, yeah, they're rhyming words. And the reason I like this idea and how I position it with when in talks and in coaching sessions is we shun the idea of our own mind 
being our worst enemy. So we tend to shun it. So I like to think we'll take that shunning and turn it into the shuns that work. When you think about satisfaction, how satisfied are you with your energy level? How satisfied are you with your work right now? How satisfied are you with your performance? How satisfied are you with your health? And so if you look at your satisfaction, then you can decide where you'd like to be, which leads you to the action. It's going to take action. And in our mind, if we set our mind on that action to get to where we want to go, we can get traction. And once we get that traction, we can come right back to how, where's the satisfaction, what action and traction. So we may focus on a specific area for a few weeks or months, we still wanna check in on the others. And when you only have three aspects to mindset, you can delve into it. Satisfaction, how satisfied am I with X? And I encourage people to use a five point scale. Barb, you've heard me say this many times. One, meaning you're up to 20% satisfied, two, up to 40% satisfied, three, up to 60, four, up to 80, and five, over 80 no partial points. Really, we're really being true to ourselves. Actions take away things like, I'll be more engaged. Say, I will listen without distraction during my meetings. Because now we can quantify it and really measure it. And then that whole traction, that's measuring your results. How far have you gotten towards your goal? So it's a, it's a fun way in, my, in, in, in the way my brain works of if we think, satisfaction, action, traction, we can shift our mindset in order to get the results we want. So thanks for asking about that. All great points. I love what we measure, we can improve. One of my favorites. Thank you, Debbie. Mindset is so important and it's such great reminders for all of us to, to keep on track. We talked about your 11th book that you just finished in our open. Can you tell our listeners where we can get it and all of the other things that we can do around that to make us all remote work rock stars. Yes. And again, Barb gets some credit here on, on, on it. So thank you, Barb, for your humility. I just don't want to miss that. So for our listeners, remoteworkrockstar.com or simply my name, debbielenberg.com, and it will pop up in the banner to get that. It's You can read the, some reviews on Google. Remote Work Rockstar is 108 pages and 106 that are numbered. So there are a couple of lead-in pages. And I mentioned earlier, in just an hour for some people who are really fast readers, but an hour and a half, you get all the tips and tools, very practical. There's not theory. It's what to do and the reason to do it. So for the people who like the quote, why behind things, I've included it. And it's something that a group could read together. I do speaking engagements on it, webinars on it, coach to it. It's all about how can we perform in a changed environment? And then how can we take what we are learning in this altered environment, this virtual environment, and take it, quote unquote, back if we're in an office or if we're at a conference or a meeting room that's a hybrid, that we can be really effective and, in your, like you said, be a rock star be a rock star. They're not born, they're made. I'm going to tell you that right now. So if not these tips, find them somewhere because Remote Work Rockstar has them for you. Thank you. 
please know listeners that you can follow me on Instagram or at the TBO Masterclass Podcast, the Stay at Work Mom. And then Debbie mentioned, Debbie is Debbie Lundberg everywhere. If you liked what you heard, please rate us five stars. We are committed to providing you with five-star guests and inspiration in all we talk on. So stay tuned for more. And thank you for joining us on this episode of The Business of Life, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and, and accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. Thank you.